Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, I will. And let me just tell you this. While I was wearing those red pants, you're going to love this. Nolan Arenado walks up on stage. Obviously, he knows that i he's my favorite player. He gives me a big hug, and he whispers in my ear. This is no joke. I'm, this is true. He goes, hey, we're playing the wild card game. That's exactly <laughs> He said that to me in my ear. And I go, oh, for real? He goes, watch, watch. <laughs> wow. goes, I, I promise you we're playing the wild card game. Okay. I was like, oh my, I, I go, oh, Nolan, I love you. Wow. This is in a commercial break. Like, the bromance is real. It is a wonderful <laughs> thing. Greg Amzinger, on the Thursday after the All-Star game, that was July when the Cardinals looked to be dead in the water, and the prescient Nolan Arenado, at least we hope so, was whispering in Greg's ear, sweet nothings. Uh, we're playing in the wild card game, my man. Greg is with us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. After a late night last night as the lead anchor for MLB Network. Good morning, sir. How you doing? I, I mean, how can I not be doing great? I, I love when a great uh, comment we pull back from the archives to start the interview. I'm in a great mood watching the Cardinals do what they did at City Field. I was frustrated because they were like in my neck of the woods and I was working every night. I couldn't go to the ballpark and watch them score 25 runs in this series against the Mets. It was a breakout series. This is real. Nolan Arenado was never lied to me and he's not going to lie here. No, he's not, Greg. We're all aboard the train here. We've gotten off the panic bus and we're on the success train. So tell me why you think that the Cardinals could be dangerous if they are, in fact, a postseason team. I mean, they've got so much experience. And I think in a wild card game, if they get into the wild card game, if you're the Dodgers, you don't want to face a team like this. If you're the Giants, you don't want to face a team like this. You want to face a club that's got a bunch of young fireballers, a bunch of swag and position players, and they want to go out there and show in individually what they can do. You don't want Yadier Molina putting down the fingers for, you know, crafty 40-year-old Adam Wainwright when you've got Goldschmidt and Arenado standing there looking at you defensively. You don't want this mix of, of veteran leadership. And may I, may I just remind you that maybe, because we've learned to expect the unexpected, maybe John Lester comes out of the bullpen with his version of David Ross, Kisner, like he did with the Cubs, and Jay Happ might get the final out. Like, I did a segment last night where I apologized. I, I said I'm sorry. The San Francisco Giants have been wrong on all year long, all year long. I was wrong in many other categories, even though we started this interview with one great moment where Nolan Arenado was right. I've been wrong, and broadcasters in the media have been wrong. I rolled my eyes at John Mozeliak. When the Dodgers are getting Max Scherzer and Trey Turner, when the Giants are getting Chris Bryant, when the Blue Jays are getting Jose Barrios, 
Cardinals getting John Lester and Jay Happ. What are we doing? <laughs> we don't know what. Sometimes in the media, we have to wave the white flag. We don't know what we're doing. We're not baseball executives. John Mozeliak is. So I know you're driving right now in your Ford F-250 down on Highway 70, and you're not – all these critics of John Mozeliak are quiet right now. I don't hear them talking. I'm not in St. Louis. I understand that's probably why, but this is good. John Mozeliak knows what he's doing. Trust him. When you get onto a plane, you don't walk into the cockpit and go, show me your credentials. No, you believe that the pilot knows what they're doing. John Lozalock's a great pilot. He's never crashed this thing. Just trust you're going to have a smooth flight. I will never second-guess John Lozalock again. Greg Amzinger, MLB Network, uh, product of the Lindenwood University and, of course, a native of St. Louis Cardinal fan. Hey, Greg, what's happened to the Reds? Why have they gone 4-12 and in their last 16? Uh, it comes back. It's the exact opposite of what's working for the Cardinals. The starting pitching for the Reds has completely fallen apart. I like the back end. Michael Givens, who they acquired, has been really good for them. But they're starting pitching. You can't, you can't get a quality start. But when, when you're having a hard time getting outs in Pittsburgh, and I know the Pirates walked it off last night, Roberto Clemente Day, on one of the best sends I've ever seen. Joey Cora, Puerto Rican third base coach, Cindy Wilmer Depot from second base on an infield ground ball to Joey Botto bobbled, uh, and they scored to walk it off. When you're having a hard time keeping the Pirates off the scoreboard, there's an issue down the stretch. And this is a team that collectively gets hot. They collectively get ice cold. And that is what's going on right now. It is crazy how poorly they've played, especially when you look ahead at the month of September and the Reds are one of the easiest schedules in the game. I mean, they're giving this thing away. There's a panic button being pushed in Cincinnati, and there's a party button being pushed in St. Louis. And we'll see if that continues the rest of the way. Well, Greg, the Reds aren't alone alone on their free fall here. Let's look behind the Cardinals and those wild card standings and tell me which team you think right now is the most disappointing. Is it the Padres, the Reds, the Phillies, or the Mets? Uh, it's for me, hands down, the Padres. I mean, I, I thought the Padres were the best team in the National League going into the season. Their starting pitching is the most disappointing group uh, in baseball next to the Philadelphia Phillies. Why would I say that? Last night, the Philadelphia Phillies, despite the fact they won the game on a cross-up, I've never seen that before, because there was no one at second base. There was no one standing at second base. So why are we going through all these crazy signs? Cubs lost the game on a cross-up that went to the backstop. The Philadelphia Phillies before that blew their 32nd game. They have 32 saves. And they have 32 blown saves. Their bullpen has been a disaster with completely different human beings in it from the last year and the year before that. How can something be contagious like that? It's been the case for the Philadelphia Phillies. The San Diego Padres starting rotation was supposed to be one of the best in the sport. And you, Darvish, to Blake Snell, who went on the IL. All I need to tell you is this. The Padres, with all of their position player talent, with the closer who has more saves than anyone in the game, Mark Melanson, the already right at two at the age of 37, with all these things that have worked for them, their starting rotation is so bad. The second Jake Arrieta got released with a 6 ERA, they signed him. The, the second Vincent Velasquez got released by the Philadelphia Phillies, they signed him. That is how desperate they are for starting pitching. It, it is terrible, and we'll see. As I say that, as I say that, if you're a Cardinal fan, be very leery of Fernando Tatis Jr. I would, when they're facing the Cardinals this upcoming series, do not let him beat you. 
do not let Fernando Tatis Jr. beat you. He 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 pouted. He, he was pouting playing right field. He didn't like playing baseball anymore, and his numbers dropped drastically. He's back at shortstop at four hits last night. Pitch around Fernando Tatis Jr. Make the rest of this lineup beat you because he's back and he's playing like an MVP. Yeah, just go back to the way the Cardinals treated Big Poppy in 2013 in the World Series. Oh, oh, Randy. Sorry. No, <laughs> we're riding high today, Randy. Sorry about that, Greg. Didn't. That drove me crazy, by the way. <laughs> I was on the field after that, and Fernando Tower, uh, David Ortiz came up on the set in the commercial break. He knew I'm a Cardinal fan. He's like, hey, Poppy, sorry about that. <laughs> and I'm like, and I go, David, for real, why did they pitch to you? He's like, I was surprised. I'm like, I know, we all were. <laughs> hey, I want to go back to our mutual respect for the Giants because one of the things the Cardinals really have going for them is that the Giants not only have played the Padres here, the, today will be the completion of a four-game series, but they still have six left. Padres have, what, 17 games left, six against the Giants, and then the three here this weekend. Yeah, that's why last night to me was a big deal. Profar had a big home run uh, in the seventh inning. He's only got four on the year. Uh, they had a couple other guys come through in the clutch. Musgrove was great, and he's been their ace. He's been their best pitcher going down the stretch. They're going to need lightning in a bottle. What happened with Lester and Happ in St. Louis is going to have to happen with Vince Velasquez in San Diego. And it's crazy for me to say that because there's a team in the postseason mix that doesn't want them anymore. The Philadelphia Phillies and the Padres need someone to give them a pleasant surprise. I really think it comes on the shoulders of Fernando Tatis Jr. Look, the two most talented baseball players offensively before Shohei Otani arrived on the scene. Going into the year, I thought it was Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Fernando Tatis Jr. These were two number one and two prospects in baseball four years ago. And Guerrero is dragging the Blue Jays into the postseason. Tatis has a chance to do the same thing. And after watching him last night, he's got the flare back. He, he's happy again. Again. And position matters. Just look at the splits of Mike Trout when he played left field compared to when he played center field. Remember that? Peter Borges was a better defensive center fielder in the eyes of the Angels front office. Mm-hmm. They had him play center field. You've got to make sure your best players are happy. It doesn't matter what their defensive run saved is at a position. If they're happy, they're going to play at a better level. And that's what Fernando Tatis is doing. And he has an opportunity to drag the, his team into the wild card game. Hey, Greg, finally, I want you to pick three teams for actually two teams for us from that uh, American League wild card race. The Jays, Yankees, and Red Sox all tied at the moment with the A's three and a half back and Seattle four back. Which of those two wind up as the American League wild cards? I think the Toronto Blue Jays, uh, with what they've got in the rotation, is a pleasant surprise. Uh, Robbie Ray is going to win the American League Cy Young, and one of the most unexpected Cy Young winners we've ever seen in ERA over six last year. Uh, incredible. Ryu, Alec Manoa has emerged, a former first-round pick, huge right-hander who wears the number six. Any pitcher with a single-digit number you, you're afraid of. Mm-hmm. They have really put it together. Barrios left the game with an ab kind of injury, but they don't think it's very serious. So now you're four deep in your rotation and you like it. I think the Jays will face the Yankees because that win last night, you need a little luck sometimes on your side. Runners at second and third, one out, ninth inning, you're down a run. Brett Gardner hits a blooper. Wade, who stole third, stops halfway. It's good base running. Glaber Torres almost ran into him. Glaber Torres thought, oh, this is down for sure. The ball was almost caught. May have, should have been caught. 
it barely drops. Glaber scores easily, and the Yankees win the game. You need luck on your side. The Yankees might have that, and that's the team no one wants. They're built being a wild card game. The biggest takeaway from that game last night, a role this Chapman looked as good as he's looked in three months. He was overly dominant. His split finger was unhittable, dropped off the table. So I think Blue Jays, Yankees, AL wild card, and don't be shocked if whoever wins that game goes to the World Series. Hmm. Uh, we won't be shocked. October 5th, Greg, Cards Dodgers, Wainwright Scherzer, Dodger <laughs> Stadium. Oh, man. Could you imagine? Holy smokes. Matter of fact, this upcoming weekend, the Padre series is so big. I pulled the trigger, guys. I'm coming to St. Louis. I'm watching it. You I'm are? Gonna be at Sunday's game. Yeah. I'm going to be at Sunday's game. I'm coming to St. Louis because I got to see this in person. This is what the Cardinals have done to me. This is what Nolan Arenado has done <laughs> my life. I, I, I had enough. After last night, I had enough. Book the ticket. I'm coming to St. Louis. All right. Shoot me a text. We'll get together. All right, that sounds good, buddy. All right, thanks, Greg. Appreciate it as always. All right, guys. That was fun. That's the great Greg Amzinger, MLB Network. So he's a believer, clearly. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.